0: Yo, son! One F is life. It's not the one you should be underestimating.
1: It
2: is.
0: Godzilla, King Kong, Lotness. We rap nerd now here, right? Like, I can tell
2: you were a nerd. It's Pride Hall. Oh, and yeah. that's raw. Carhartt Girl. Speaking of sneaky
0: big tits. Are you out there fucking? I'm doing that. <laughs> years ago, I bought a millionaire year <laughs> years ago, Years ago, years ago, years ago. Cypher Sounds.
2: Peter Rosenberg. One app is life. Hey, Syph, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) of. I'm extremely sick, bro. Yo, I told you Thursday that you sounded like ass, didn't I? You, well, you always say that, but how do you know what ass sounds like? That shit's fucking terrible. Yeah, why you put yeah. your ear to ass, bro? Yeah. Why you put yeah. your ear to ass? All right, you know what? Well, Clark Kent has already <laughs> ruined his introduction. He's <laughs> jumped in because the, the Brooklyn in him can't allow me to get away with saying nah. something so crazy, so flagrant. <laughs>
3: Clark, what's popping, man? Hey, brothers, it's good to see you guys again.
2: Clark Kent.
3: Yes, sir. The man. DJ. God's favorite. DJ, DJ
1: Clark Kent. Thank you so much.
2: God's nah. favorite, DJ. Thank so, you. Uh, you remember this side? Remember this? I remember, this. I remember the whole one? Let's
0: see <laughs> oh. oh. Oh.
1: Oh.
0: When I met you.
1: Oh. Whoa.
2: Pause. Yeah. Did you Don't say pause? to me about
1: flavor. This is pre pre pause era. But did no. you say pause?
3: Yes. <laughs> because we made up that version in my house, and every time we had to run through it in my mind, I'd, or I while he's doing it, I'd be like, pause.
2: Did anyone ever say it a big like? I'm gonna be honest, bro. Suck on her daddy's dick is nuts, bro. <laughs> I
3: have said it. Uh, I said it enough times. But like you know, they they didn't they didn't adapt the game the way that we had it already.
1: <laughs>
2: i'm glad it needed it, it the,
3: Did, uh,
1: <laughs> you you invented that routine with big yeah that computer it, love yeah, it, enough it, computer that. yeah enough told because us that enough told us that's to that's the routine that got the water bottle thrown at big cap i don't <laughs> think that's the
3: routine i, I think <laughs> jumping and being at the wrong speed is what got um the, the bottle
2: <laughs> but uh, i don't know if you happened to hear uh, enough when he when we had him on the pod but enough was saying that when he came on you had already developed that when he came yeah, on to our DJ the whole show yeah. So yeah you'd already had the whole show worked out he just kind of right. had to jump in yeah um and so and and you left you'd moved direct because you were just busy producing was it the no I, I um because I got
3: I, I stopped doing shows with with him because we came home from a trip and then Andre was like I want you to be Andre Harrell he's like I want you to be senior vice president over at Motown and I was like well okay I can't go back on the road so I had to tell him and you know did you have FOMO no not I'd been on I had been on so many tours at that time like for me it wasn't it wasn't like this is the most amazing thing in the world for me it was I've been doing this for a long time like my first tour was was 19 years old and which tour what year again Long time ago. <laughs> long, long, long yeah. time. What yeah. artist? Dana Dane. Oh, yeah, right. Dana Dang. That's right. Dana yeah.
1: Here's here's my problem. So here's crazy, my issue. Clark. My problem is we did a an extensive dope ass interview with Clark Kent when we had our short stint of one app over at Mass Appeal, mm-hmm. where our whole we did a whole series about Jay-Z and Clark Kent gave us a great interview. And the problem with that that podcast was the producer would just take pieces from a great interview and make a podcast out of it. So we got a lot of things from you that was never heard before so long ago, and we don't have the full version. The producer took it. and We never got it. So I've heard you say things on other podcasts after ours that you broke on our podcast, which made <laughs> me very upset. Like, the main thing that made me upset was when you talked about the way you recorded Brooklyn's Finest, you're on the hook. That right. no one ever we didn't realize, was it Jay had his parts and left blanks for Biggie?
3: Yeah, or the Jay. other way around. Yeah, even the transitions. Yeah, you know, and then they like, oh, Jay Jay gave the transitions and then Big filled in. Yeah.
2: No, by the way, are we sure we can't find that? Because I don't know that I can live I've with tried, us not being bro. able to get it.
1: I've You've, tried. The only the only person I haven't hit. Is that actual girl that was the producer that might have it? Might have it.
2: But she hates your guts, is what you're saying. She hates your guts. You think she hates me more than you? I think she hates you more than me. I
1: don't know if it's more. I just I think she hates both of us. Why would
2: anybody hate you guys?
1: Well, Sype's a dick. dick. Me, you're right, Clark. I'm not a dick, Clark. I'm like you. I'm straightforward. New York.
3: Heard that, right? Uh,
1: I'm not a dick, Clark. (laughs) You know how when sometimes you're in the studio and people annoy you and you speak straightforward. New York style like it's somewhat it comes across as harsh to other, to outsiders.
3: I can I can um I can understand.
1: Yeah, that that's what it is. I'm like, "Yo, we ain't got time for all that." Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, 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 excuse Clutch pearls. Me?
2: <laughs> Clutch pearls.
1: I'm offended.
2: Now, I have to say I I felt like a little bit of a hip hop ignoramus when I didn't realize it was you on Brooklyn's finest. How it sounds like me. I know. Well, that's why. That's why the, I. I just. did. Like, did you know? Were you aware? No. When he told us, when you once now
1: once you say it, you oh can't yeah, un- you hear can it.
3: hear it differently. Yeah.
1: Right, but I didn't at the time. I just thought it was a random voice. Mm.
3: I wish it was. Why? Because in our crew there was an agreement, and it was that I was never going to be a rapper, and I was like perfectly fine with that. But then all of a sudden I'm I'm rapping a hook, and nah, I had a- I had to hide it from him. From the- <laughs> yeah, I did. Like it, it. I literally was had the engineer trying to change the way that my voice sounded because I knew I was gonna get fucking destroyed. Yeah, but
1: but all a lot of producers talk on records. Pete Rock. Yeah, but that,
3: that was never my thing. Uh, and, de- and definitely wasn't gonna rap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, had to sit there and and write the hook and then perform the hook and then hopefully they think it's okay so it can go out the next morning, you know?
2: Well, that's so out. funny. That's so funny that you felt like you had to like keep it a secret. Cause you didn't want to get clowned for being on what no, went no, on wait. to be
3: iconic. Dame was in a studio with me all night and he watched me write it, figure it out, go do it. And we were both like, we can't tell nobody.
1: <laughs>
3: and then the next morning, right after we mixed the song, it was morning time when we finished mixing the song. He has to go to ma- mastering with it. And Jay and Biggs and all of them are at mastering. And he they played the song. And I mean, he they like it. And then he never says nothing to him. And then later on, at some point, I get the yo, who who is that on the? And I was like, yo, some kids from outside. <laughs> and then then Dame was like, nah, that was clock. And automatically yo you ain't no fucking rapper you can't Who be doing Jay, this right like <laughs> dog the shit is done already you liked it it's mastered it's already into the album like what are we doing here? Yeah.
2: but like I got I got crucified
3: <laughs> are I you never the, wanted to do it again
2: are yeah. you the are you the first voice at the beginning of the record too yes let's hear it what's hear Andrew Jigga Jigga bigger,
0: bigger, nigga,
2: Figure, figure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. But but it's that that sounds more like me than the hook. <laughs> yeah, it does. That, but that sounds like. So what do you say exactly? You, you are you just calling Jay Z? You just calling Biggie Bigga? Yeah, I went Jigga Bigga Nigga. How you figure? Yo, you are a rapper, Clark. No, that's no, that's no, bars no. right there. No, that's no, bars no, right no, there.
3: No, 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 no,
2: no. Yo, Clark, the
1: spark. <laughs>
2: Wait,
3: tap into something <laughs> like where'd you get that from?
1: <laughs> I, just, I just made it up. I just, just made it
3: up. We'll leave it right Sparked there
1: off the record. <laughs> what they used to be a Clark to Spark.
3: No, there was a, a song that there's a song that me and Jay made called Spark with Clock. I mean, oh, yeah, shit. With Clock. what
1: happened? What's to that, that song? Where's that?
3: Yeah. It's actually a song about me. What, yeah, about about me being a DJ and being his <laughs> DJ.
1: Where's that? That's hidden. <laughs> Why put it out?
2: Nah. And you have, ac- out. you have you you legitimately have access and know where it is, or you, you know it's I have it. Are you in the room with it right now? Legitimate.
3: I own it. Yeah.
1: What beat is it?
3: It's a beat that I made.
1: Any sample that we would know? Or was it? Did it turn into something else? Yeah, yeah.
3: That's a good no. question. No,
1: no. So it's just that.
3: That's one thing with the songs we made, they were the songs we made. You know? Yeah. They didn't like turn into something else.
2: Do you look back at your career in um like is it broken up by eras and what you were doing in specific times? Like, do you look at the Dana Dane very early era as one thing and the Biggie J era as a different thing? Or at this point, because you've lived so many lives in hip hop, you're you're forest gump. I mean, I know we've thrown that around at a couple other people. <laughs> you know, that have really lived a million lives, but you really have lived a million lives in hip hop. Do you see it like all just as one? I I see it as um, climbing some steps.
3: You know what I'm saying? That's that's a step to get to the next step, to get to the next step, to get to the next step. Right. I think because I've never given up the one thing that I believe got me there. I believe it's just one era. I I started with the DJ. I will end up as the DJ. All the other stuff is just stuff that happened benefactor of me being a DJ.
1: Damn.
3: Damn, what's wrong with that?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I just I'm looking at my own life of how like the last couple years well, the last couple of years I've been back into DJing, but there was a time where I wasn't DJing at all. And it it feels very it feels very awkward to me to not be DJing.
3: That's one thing I will I will never stop doing is DJing. That's the reason why. I became a producer. It's the reason why I've worked with record companies. It's the reason yeah. why I, I, I became a sneaker junkie. It's the reason why I was yeah. given the ability yeah. to work with the brands is because of the DJ. Now I, that's that's the base of everything that I I do. Yeah,
1: me too. And I now I would love I would love one day if you see me do my my comedy show where I DJ doing stand up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No. Nobody's ever
2: done this.
3: Yeah.
1: Nobody's ever that. done. this.
2: Wait, you do, a full, you do a full set while DJing? I don't even think I knew this. Yeah, I have my DJ set
1: on, on the stage, and I make jokes, and then I have music stuff that goes with it. Or if anything happens in the moment, like if some guy's like, yeah, I'm from New Jersey, I might play a Bon Jovi song or, or Naughty by Nature, you know what I mean? Like all in the moment, and it sparks more jokes.
2: What was the longest period you ever went without DJing? Was there me? ever oh, him? No, no, not you. No one cares. Yeah, no one I cares. mean, Matt Clark. Never, never,
3: never. It don't so, matter what I was doing. I, I never stopped DJing. Like to me, I think I would not be able to be effective in anything else that I was doing if I stopped DJing. I gotta play.
2: And I, when you say you got a DJ, did, does that include? Do you mean only out, or you mean like, it could be I radio? Never
3: quit playing out. Right. I never. When I was on the radio, I was playing out. When I was on tours, I was playing out. When I was in the record companies, I was playing out. To me, I couldn't be sharp in a record company if I wasn't playing. What do you enjoy so much about playing out? I love music. You know what I'm saying? I really like playing because I love music. My love for music is the reason why I can play as well as I play. It's not the skill set. It's the way that I care about music. Mm-hmm. Do I have a good skill set? Sure, I do, but. The way I care about music is the reason why it just comes off a you ever
1: get tired of music? No. Somewhat? Or what about, do you get, no. do you, are you a little frustrated with the new music?
3: No, because I believe really? every song comes from another song. So something spawned all of the stuff that you may have a, a problem with, so I have to still respect it in a certain way.
1: Yeah, that's right. I, I had a lot of
3: trouble. I might not that. think some records are for me, but I can look at it and go, okay, I get it.
1: Yes, I see that mm-hmm. my my towards the last ye- couple years of hot ninety seven, the music that was coming out was not inspiring to me and if it, it led to me not loving it as much as I
3: did. And now see, I'm back. See, there to was me, a
1: time.
3: I would look at the things that that you might not think were as as good and use it to inspire you to do something to make it better. So I never lost the inspiration based off of something that was bad. Actually, I was like, oh, if that's bad, I'm like, well, we got to do something to get it right.
2: Or to find stuff that's good or something. Right. right. That's the only way I've ever survived because I'm dreading the day when when they decide let's play a game during the morning show and just stop whatever song is playing and ask Rosenberg what song we're playing <laughs> because I will not know. I mean, like – and until the artist is like, like now, I spice, right? Easy, boom. Okay, great. Especially when we got to the real throes of, uh, for lack of a better word, mumble rap. Like when we've gotten to like, like differentiating between a Dirk record and someone else who's like Dirk adjacent, I might be completely lost. It doesn't bother me that much, though, because I, that's not what I play. I just think of it as like almost like hearing a genre. Like I go out and hear a DJ playing another genre. I never felt bad that I didn't know techno records. Like it didn't mean anything to me. I still watch clips on on social media of watching DJs do what they do in that world. Mm-hmm. And I I don't identify with it at all. Like okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's not, a, it's not even a diss. It's, not even a, it's just like, you know, when you see those cats who are standing up on the turntables mm-hmm. with 100,000 people and they're really just seemingly rocking along to the song they're playing? Yeah, it's just, to me, it just looks like something else that I don't, uh, it's just another part of the culture that I'm not a part of. I get it. Is there anything you don't play or that you would prefer not to play? No. So on a given yeah. night, you could catch you playing full electronic. You could go For sure, EDM for sure. It's you have crates for all of it,
3: everything. I really like care about music. So I I I understand respect and um I treat it like it's an extension of me. Like every every piece of music means something to me. Like I said whether good or bad, like I might look at a bad something that's bad and still try to find what was the reason that it was made. And why does it not resonate with me the, the way that it should? And so that I can become one who can still look at it and go, "Okay, I respect it."
1: If you were doing an EDM or like like Rosenberg said, electronic or whatever, how much like how long could you
3: play? Hours. You you can't really travel Europe if you're not willing to play what they hear in Europe. You can't you can't play in any Ibiza if you don't know what's hot in Ibiza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that can't. was
2: such a low key stunt, by the way. So he didn't even mean it that way. Yeah, no, you I didn't. You can't play any beats this if you don't. Nah, mean, you, you, you can't, can't play you
3: no know, places where that music resonates a certain way if you don't know the music. Like you're gonna get laughed out of town. I've now never. How, do, how do you get all that music then? I study, and I listen, and I chase. Sheesh. Yeah.
1: Like I could do like. I got a little of everything. You know what I mean, yeah, a lot
3: of everything. Pause. Clark, I think that's a reach. I, I don't think a little of everything. Oh, I said you got to have a lot of everything, so that's a pause. A
2: lot of everything. Pause. Again.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Your commitment is, is unmatched. It was our game. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so say what were you saying?
1: I never would want to be booked for an EDM party. Where it was just that, but if I had to play it during, if I'm DJing a corporate event or there's a lot of white people, like I when I just did, I just did Nashville a couple of weeks ago, and I did like 45 minutes of like house EDM, uh, within my hip hop and a- also other stuff. I played country music also. You so know what I mean, I. like they went crazy for the country
2: music, but I I couldn't do a whole four hour set. You think you could do? You think you could do a four hour country set? Easily. <laughs> well, least, okay, that, so you have that,
3: that, like like one of the best songs ever made is
2: Jolene. Well, that's unquestionable, absolutely.
1: Yeah, Jolene is fire,
2: right? Jolene Jolene's unarguable. I mean, a it's a bunch of fire country.
3: Right? Yeah, How, and, I, I, four I, hours is a lot, bro. Okay, think think about this. I'm Caribbean. And oh well, that, that's a was, code, b- yeah. right? B- before there was a bunch of you know um, stations that played our music. In the Caribbean, there were stations that played country music all day.
1: Yeah.
3: So think about this, um, Saif, You you play a lot of reggae. Like there's a bunch of reggae songs that are made that are old country records just made over.
1: Oh facts. Because
3: when you facts. go to a if you Even go the to a Aggie dance song. Right. If you but, go to uh, a, a dance hall party in Jamaica, in actual no, I've Jamaica, that. I've seen that their country records. Yeah, I've
1: seen country records play in Jamaica, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? They're like, and they are like they love ballads. They, they love ballads.
3: Off. It's not regular. They pop off. And if you pop. think about it, one of our best writers that is black is Babyface, and if you listen to the songs he writes, you'll realize he he wrote country songs.
1: He's southern, like southern
3: country. His songs yeah. like just um, the music. If the music was changed, cry, over I'm not gonna. Win. That's right. a country record.
2: Right, right. I love, I love playing the game with like we had Sean Paul at the station recently, asking Sean Paul which country records rang off. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what makes the uh, the the Kenny Rogers Wyclef thing one of my favorite things that's ever happened.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like the fact that he was actually able to pull off the the dub plate was mm-hmm. pretty amazing. So okay, we we know now which parties you can play if you're asked. If you could choose though, any gig, there's any gig that exists give me the where who what that you'd be like yes this is i'm super looking forward to this gig i know this crowd this is the kind of shit i get to play, that i enjoy playing the most what would that look like
3: i don't have one answer for that it's, it's 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 too much like i love playing japan i love playing london i love playing ibiza i love playing everywhere chicago <sighs> You know what I'm saying? I I, I love. You go to Chicago.
1: Music. What's the thing? What do you what What about Chicago?
3: Everything. That's the thing. Is that they you can play everything there. Like I love places where you can play everything, but I there's no one set place and there's no one set vibe. It's I just want to ex I, I want to explode musically.
2: And 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 when you play Japan, is it generally? quote-unquote like super hip-hop or you play commer- super commercial shit in japan too i play super hip-hop clubs but i play the way i play you're <laughs> so gonna play you're the way you
3: play. you're gonna hear everything in those clubs because if i go there and do and play a bunch of hip-hop and everybody there is already playing hip-hop what's the difference of getting me yeah. to play there
1: yeah the
3: difference is i'm gonna play a bunch of shit y'all don't play in clubs that you probably don't believe you can play in clubs that are gonna ring off
1: that's definitely a skill set I learned from you and a couple other guys, which I would call, you know, my, you know, my one older generation of
3: it's I'm too old, too old a generation. Yeah. Yeah. You when mean? you think
2: about it, you're being polite to Clark, but he really is. When you think about it, when he well, started, Riz is my, Riz Riz is Riz is my OG.
1: So, so you're above Riz. Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
2: Like even like two generations,
3: like before, like I'm from the seventies. Yeah. I but then, like 70s, but I was funny playing thing is, though, in the early 80s. So, what's, what's
1: 80s. confusing about you is because you've lasted so long, it's hard to pick where your the generation would be for me. You know, what I mean, I know you from radio and then producing, so you've been playing even before that, yeah. But, like, I learned from you guys, um, that it's not. What you play, especially as a New York hip hop DJ, which is what we are at the core, Mm -mm. we can play anything. No, Mm -mm. that's not what you're a DJ at the core, DJ at the core, not a hip hop DJ,
3: right? Not a hip hop DJ. I'm a DJ at the core. There's a difference, yeah. You can't, I'm not put in a box. Like, if rap music went away, yeah, and no one wanted to hear it anymore, I would last for another 50 years. Would you say, (laughs) would you say hip hop? blew up the DJ genre. Uh, what do
1: you call it DJ life essence hip hop um, definitely expanded
3: the style of hip hop DJing blew up a certain way but yeah it was DJs already
1: yeah of course it was DJs yeah you know
3: I mean? but the style cutting and scratching blew up what would live in our culture yeah that
2: that style is is what lives in hip hop I firmly believe that Clark is correct. If hip-hop disappeared tomorrow, he'd be straight. Yeah, DJ-wise, yes. No, DJ-wise.
3: Yeah, I play everywhere and shit. Respectfully, like 80% of the gigs that I get, they wouldn't care if I played hip-hop or if I played rap music or not because I know how to get around
2: everything. So yeah. you just you just said something about this playing the songs that people don't think you could play, but not not only were you saying but they were can you can you give it can you give us a couple examples of records like that that you think you play and you see other people go oh shit but they wouldn't think to play it in a club kenny loggins this is it i mean it's just called good taste clark that's that's, that's what that is
3: you can't say you've heard it in a club but if you come to where i'm at you've heard it right right my mistake by by um Dionne Warwick and and Marvin Gaye. I'm not Dionne Warwick. I'm Diana Ross and Marvin Gaye. Play that in a fucking club, club, club. And would you say it's how you play it? Because that's what I was getting
1: at. I've learned to play records that aren't normally quote unquote club records, but I can set them up and it makes it, you know. It makes it work.
3: Yeah. But you you can only do that if you care about the music. Mm. I care about the music. And most DJs, they're thinking, okay, what am I going to play to get to the next record? I'm saying, what am I going to play to get to the 10th record? The hardest part of a party for me is figuring out the first song. Like, what am I going to play first? Uh, once I get the first song, I got 10 songs.
1: And how do you determine what you're going to play first? But if there's a DJ on before you, where he's going with it?
3: Well, that you? Is, if if I keep going from where he's going, then it doesn't feel different when I get on Feels like it it just kept going. So my thing is to figure out everything that he's playing, make sure I don't play anything that he played.
1: Yeah, that's why I like when I'm hearing a DJ. If I, I try to go early, because I always want to hear what they're playing.
3: I I, I definitely and I try to go left left. Yeah, I'm just like, how do? And I and I really want him to be killing shit. That, that's the other part. I want the DJ before me to be killing shit. So when I walk in and they go, is there anything you want me to stay away from? I'm like, no, play whatever you want to play. Yeah. Because if you're killing shit, then you you gave me the ability to go up, 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 up. Yeah. And it, you know, it still feels cool. But if you're not killing shit, my up, up, up might feel a waste to you.
1: So <laughs> what about if the DJ's playing, quote unquote, the hits when you go get for there.
3: it? Go for really? it. Really? Absolutely. Because that's that's if that's not a challenge, what are we doing here? So you affect the,
1: you you respect the challenge of it.
3: I don't even I don't even look at it like a challenge because I want the craft to be amazing. So if the guy before me is amazing, I'm like yes. You know what I'm saying? That just makes me have to work, and I don't mind being put to work. That's why I don't have a problem playing with any DJ, and like I'm not the guy who's going stay away from this, stay away from that. You know, I've I've literally never done that. Whenever a DJ says, you know, I guess given a certain level of respect saying, is there anything you want me to stay away from? I'm like, nah, just play, play and have fun. Because I think so many people will put a handcuff on you. I'm just like, nah, don't handcuff,
2: dog. Go off. Please go off. What DJs are out there um, that (coughs) blow your mind with what they do? Louis Vega. uh, Come on. Ben, uh. Um,
3: Lil Louis Vega, Spinner. If, if you had to ask me, those are the two that come to mind immediately.
2: Mm. What yeah. What is it about them?
3: You can hear immediately that they're in love with the music, and that's the shit for me. I'm in love with the music, and when I hear it on another DJ, I'm just like, yes. I saw Lil Louis
1: Vega once. When they were these lights out, they were y'all. doing they try to they try to bring back they had a party like they were trying to bring back the shelter.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a while ago, but they were bringing back the shelter. Little Louis Vega was playing. It might have been at speed. Remember, somebody bought speed after it was club speed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They tried to make it the shelter.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Little Louis Vega was playing. He had a a drummer and a and a keyboard player. Mm-hmm. While he was DJing, and it Mm -hmm. sounded phenomenal, bro.
3: He was killing it. He's dangerous. And he plays everything? Well, he's mostly a house DJ, house and club, but he does it so well
2: that, like, yeah, be afraid. And wait, and what was your second one? Spinner. And Spinner. Well, (sighs) Spinner, I mean, is... Spinner's knowledge base. Does anybody have the knowledge base musically that Spinner has? Yeah. I feel like he's so yes. deep.
3: Yes. Is that person you? I'm one. Lil Louis Vegas, one. <laughs> Shit. There's, there's plenty of dudes who have the knowledge base, the knowledge musically. Rich Medina. The oh, author. Rich. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's plenty of DJs who have them. So, them what mus- is it about Spinner then that, that jumps out? You can hear the love. Right. It, just because you got a bunch of records, don't mean you can hear the love. You know what I'm saying? But, when you when you got the records and then you can hear the love put into playing the records a certain way, like that's that's the other shit.
2: You can hear it. Like, well, I can. Mm. Sometimes I find uh one a, a very tricky line for a great DJ is the one that's they're super knowledgeable, but they're they're too they're too knowledgeable for their crowd mm. and they don't realize it. Right. So they think they just hit an oh shit moment.
3: Yeah. That might
2: exact if they were at the um if they were at the fucking Monday Night Joints, the all 45 party where everyone in there's a DJ. Yes, mm-hmm. the whole room would love it. Right. But you're at a club now, and that's right. not who you're playing for. Right. And so that that's a blurry line that I think the greats know what really triggers emotions in the the audience versus just trying to as we say in wrestling like pop pop the boys, like just get the other DJs excited. You can't be playing for other DJs. I know. Pop the boys is wild. No, 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 Clark. No, no, Clark. You can't. (laughs) Jesus Christ. No, Clark, you couldn't be around. You you couldn't even be around wrestling with some of the phrases that's happening out there, I realize. (laughs) Pop the boys. Give them the rub. There's a lot. Oh, okay. No, no, no. No
3: more more wrestling. No no
2: more wrestling. (laughs) But, but,
3: yeah, the the line is um, very is very very hard to walk um <laughs> me, it, it, those moments if you can create them and make everyone everyone feel good about it that's the thing and that's what
2: i make sure i do i want to talk some about uh your production beyond there. like whenever we talk and whenever people talk to you in general there's a lot of big and hove talk obviously with good reason right um but you've been involved in so many other projects and artists. Mm. Is there any particular project or artist that you've worked with, that you worked with extensively and closely, that you don't think you get asked about enough? Like, meaning you think the project and the artist was that dope and people either don't realize your involvement or don't have enough of an appreciation for what the project or artist was? No. You feel like you get you get your due on all of it? Or yeah. the artist gets their due, right? Yeah. So what? What's what? What? What's at the top of the list for you when you look back at your career of songs, projects that meant to most for most to you, production wise? What I
3: would say was one of the most important was "Troop Spread My Wings" remix because of what happened after. You know what I'm saying? Yes, did this remix and went crazy on the radio. It did well. But then it opened up, oh, you're going to do 30 remixes this year. Mm. You're going to do 25 the next year. And then it opened me up to, I don't want to just remix. I want to make the record before you get to the remix. So it kind of like opened, opened my mind up a, a whole lot more. And then that's what gave me
2: the belief that I could actually produce artists. Let's give a little taste of the Spread by uh, Wings remix. Is this it, Clark?
0: The pain of having no one. That's the remix.
2: Yeah. Who's the rap on it, by the way? Tito on the field is four. Yo, side. he's from two generations above you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're my Three. I'm, I'm Tito's I'm godfather. You're Tito's son's godfather? Yeah. Wow. How big was this record, Clark? Pause. Big. <laughs> big. <laughs> So if you remember, you remember how big it was, Paul? <laughs> I mean, I was a little younger, but it was definitely all over the radio. Yeah.
3: It was it, it actually is the version they made the video to.
1: Yeah, that's why I was good. that's why I was asking if this is the remix cuz this to one. me sounds like the regular version. Right, because that's, that's how, how good it was. That's
3: yeah. how it was looked at like it was the regular version, but it was the remix. Yeah. How did this record come to be? This all important record come to be? Um I was already friends with Merlin, Bob and he was over at Atlantic Records and we talked enough and he was just like, oh, Yo, you want to remix this record? It's almost like he was like, let's see what you can do. And it was literally the second record I ever remixed. And um, when I came back with it, he was just like, what the fuck? And then the label was like, yeah, what the, and then it, they were like, yeah, this will be the video version instead of, and that'll be the one we go to radio with instead of, and it, it worked out.
1: I didn't even realize that was a remix because I was like, that's what I was asking. I was like, this just sounds like the one I know.
3: Right. It is the one that most people know. No disrespect to the original version. What's the
2: original? Play the original.
3: You can't get to this
2: without the original. Let's see if I can find the original. Clark might have killed the original.
1: And what year is that, Clark? You think?
2: What, 88? I don't know. I don't remember. It was was a a long time ago. (laughs) Yo, it's big enough that those kids who I enjoy on um, who I enjoy on uh, YouTube, Twins, the new trend, they did a reaction video to hearing "Troop Spread My Wings" for the first time. Wow!
1: Oh,
2: now keep in mind other songs, that they've done like Jolene. Like they they do they do yeah, straight. My favorite classes. ones
1: they did um Phil Collins.
2: Oh, the the, 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 the drums come drops
1: and they're <laughs> like.
0: <"Whoa!" laughs>
3: I, I remix. I remix in the air of the night and put little Kim on it. That's the original, original. It doesn't, it doesn't hit
2: the same thing. Yeah, it don't hit the same. Right. Yeah, just it just doesn't not quite the same. Right. Wait, you did a? Do you do a real in the air the night tonight remix? Absolutely. The one who came on it.
1: It was like an anniversary of Phil Collins. Yeah, yeah. Can
2: we just not go back to that
3: stuff? Uh, (laughs) Why? Why? I don't know why are we. Why are we? I want to like just... talking
2: about your history.
3: Sometimes it's, it just feels a little weird.
2: Well, I don't know if you know this, but Syph used to DJ for little Kim, so he feels oh, connected. Really? Yeah. No, he doesn't.
1: He doesn't remember that who, because who, Eddie,
2: I don't me. Because How could I remember that?
1: Oh yeah, he remembers. He goes, "Oh, you guys are doing a big show in New York. Tell Sife to stay the fuck home."
2: Yeah, I got it. Let the real <laughs> DJ go. I did
3: not do that. What? I did not do that. You know
1: how many shows you replaced me on.
2: No, that's not. Home?
3: That's not on me. Well, not that, you, that was, but that no,
2: was no. them. Sif, <laughs> yeah, you're just local. They like had this. to get. Oh Clark. shit! They, you were just local. They had to get Clark motherfucking. All right, but say what? Yo, yo. Chill. yo, we doing the Apollo this week? Oh, perfect. Sif, you Saif, can we come. Have, Saif, you we can have come. a ticket. We have a ticket we for have you. A ticket for you. <laughs> that's, that's nice that they offered you a ticket. <laughs>
3: I find it amazing that we could still be cool after things like that because nah, hopefully never, in your heart you know that that wasn't. Of me. course. And what's crazy is every time it happened, I would go, "What's wrong with Safe?"
1: Nah, it's cool,
3: Like, Nothing. like, literally, like when when Big asked me to go to London with him, what well, we were supposed to go after the Soul Train party, I was like, "What's wrong with Cap? What's wrong
2: with Enough?" He was like, "No, I need you to go." I'm like, mm. "Okay, cool." <laughs> right well you got to take it as a compliment because I mean listen I don't know if you know this you're not just God's favorite DJ apparently we're also Kim and Big's favorite DJ as well I don't know about Kim maybe Big but I <laughs> think Kim yo know, there's a video Sife dig this unless I'm tripping there's a video for Little Kim featuring Phil Collins in the air tonight Clark Kent remix mm. is that right Clark hey maybe there is well, <laughs> well buckle up kiddo. let's hear what it sounds like that's my voice No I don't. Make
0: no sense what's about to happen. By the way, it doesn't now make sense me.
2: and I don't yeah. believe it. Not now you can hear me though, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Bring that. Keep stealing the shine, killing around. The, the queen stay popping the wine and coughing Oh yeah, I remember this. You think they stop my dough when I copy my show? <sighs> <laughs> I'm switching the flow, kid, taking no more. Oh, you think I'm playing around? I'm laying you down. <sighs> album drop new millennium, shutting it down. Better off giving it up. I'm ripping it up. Spending money living it up. Not giving a fuck. <sighs> Out the toast, running the coast Making niggas catch the holy ghost I'm really the most, whoa. whoa The trendsetter, uh-huh. the Brooklyn rapper You know the routine, smoke you like a cigarette uh. Ain't been out in a bit, y'all still talking shit Ain't that a bitch? What part of the game is this? I'm holding, rolling. Diamonds on my neck, pink yeah, this.
2: This is fire. Rolling. Yo, the production's it straight is fire, fire, by the way. This is fire, bro. To
0: the top, way. Way. I'm coming for y'all. Spark's yelling y'all. at people. Something for y'all. God bless me. Look at all I've been through. It's my time. I can feel it, can't you? Uh-huh. I can feel it. Woohoohoo. I've been waiting for this moment. Nice. Of all my
2: life. Nice. Yo, go you got Phil go in the video too. They got the like the, the, yeah, m- like let's a go. different
1: video for it. <laughs>
2: yeah, this is crazy. What, what album
1: Clark, was this? Did they give you the, um, like the stems for that?
3: Um, to do the remix?
1: Yeah. No, or like to, the multi track.
3: I had the reel, the multi, the, yeah.
1: The, the original reel or one of the yeah, original reels? Original
3: multi. Wow, how yep. crazy was that's that? How to I, listen to that, bro. That's how I pulled all the drums yeah, off. Yeah, like, and the guitars
1: and shit. Like, right. I never
3: heard, like. So I pulled the drums off and then used the same drums to replay the drums right. differently.
1: Yeah. Bro, I used to love when you get the reels of, of original shit, like, hear how like, break it down. Mm hmm. I could sit in the studio for hours just muting tracks and -hmm. listening. That shit used to be fire. (laughs) But to have
2: that, damn. You Let's see. So, So then after, what was the, do you remember the next big one? You said Troop opened the door. Yeah. And and what year is this? Like 89? I think so. I can't remember off the top of my head. 88, 89? A long time ago. <laughs> A long time ago. I mean, listen, you can hear in the sonics of it how many right. generations you've been through because it's very late 80s RB mm-hmm. vibes. Um record went number one. That record went number one RB. Yeah.
1: A record um, we talked about when we the interview that never came out was the um what's the one with, with hove on it? Was it the boys?
3: What was that group? No, not me. <laughs>
2: what R and B did you do? Clark- a, you did a, you did a record that J- Jay was featured on an R and B record. Yeah, every record that I put
3: him on came out. Uh, what are you thinking of, Sif? It's an Atlantic R and B group, Rude Boys. Had
1: a Clark Rude Boys. Rude that's boys. it. Yeah, Rude that boys. came out. No, no, I'm Rude. saying the interview that we did where we talked uh, about yeah, it. Yeah, that, that didn't come out.
2: Mister Mister C used used to play that a lot. Rude Boys and Jay Z. Oh, there it is. My kind of girl remix. My kind of girl. Yeah. That's it. My kind of girl. This is a little Clark Kent action here.
1: Why are we doing this? right now? Inside the mix 19Z. That's not me. Are you sure? I'm <laughs> sure that's not you. No, that's you. With your your Panamanian mix. Caribbean accent. <laughs> Somewhere there's a reference track where he was like, yo, say it like this. <laughs> The, I gotta put this area. in my phone
2: it is this is crazy And by the way, you can hear In just that little three-year window or so Like, you can hear how the sounds have evolved Like, this yeah. is now a very early 90s Correct. R&B sounding joint
0: oh, God, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Did this record do anything? Oh, yeah
0: <laughs>
2: Who were the Rude Boys? They yeah, were
3: um Javela Birth Crew.
2: This is so '90s vibe. Where
0: were they from? Ohio.
1: From
2: Ohio? Yeah, I believe they were right. called the Rude Boys. Yeah, Rude Boys.
1: No Caribbean connection though. You no, put no, no. that in there. You may you like, oh, do you guys know that the rude boy is actually a Caribbean term?
3: That that's actually the reason why I put that sound in it. That, yeah. Oh, well, here we go. Hey,
0: yo, you got me loving the way you talk. Hey, oh get a minute to talk. You gotta be mine. You wanna know, none of a kind. Yeah, give me this more chains, stick another vowel. Take it a j, oh, tickin' it an A, oh you that's what I asked when you walk Bob look at the hair, oh did not you just call me Wanda. I got you got a man a rude boy when he gets your back slinging. I want some more high my name is thanks I pull the one night of that little tight up mine taking a lovely something bit up so come with me through the cat ball. if you want a man bring your back I'm thinking your fat ball, non stop give the flower shot lots the pearls kind of girl so
1: where's Jay in this song? What do you mean? Like this is you trying to convince him to be a rapper, right?
3: Yeah, but I just was like, "You gotta, I'm gonna put you on every remix I do."
1: And and he would hear himself on the radio.
3: Yeah, because
1: there was always you always talk about there was a, a like a tug of war of trying to get him to do this
3: seriously. It, and it, him still the, being in the, the street, the tug of war was over at that point. It was while we're doing this. Every remix I do, I'm just gonna put you on. Oh, People are
1: gonna hear about you. you, yeah. Got it, got it, got it.
2: Wait, so what other ones were there? I promise we won't play all of them, but I do want to tell me the other ones. Um, I don't know, SWV, you're the one for me. Oh, yeah, you did that too. With, with, Jay's, with did Jay's on that, it was
3: yeah. on the remix with Smooth and, and Trigger, right? No, 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 he's on. I did a version with him by himself that they might have moved Smooth in uh, that they might have put. Him on that they might have moved and put
2: him on. Um, is is the one? It's not the oh, is the one with Jay Z, Lost Boys, Buster Arms? No, it's just Jay Z, Jay Z and okay. What
1: The fuck?
3: There was Clark a version, a Clark Kent remix.
2: Okay, let me do it right. Let me do it right. It's
3: funny because the break that I use was "Dance to the Drummers' Beat," but I pitched it so
2: crazy that you can't even. All right, here we... go. That's that's interesting because I remember him on the. I remember on the remix with other people. Let's see, do I remember this too?
0: Uh, uh, uh. There it is. Oh, oh yeah! Remix,
1: yeah. Remix. 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 Oh
0: yeah!
1: It's just hard, Clark.
0: Oh.
3: Thank you.
1: What are you using to make
3: that MPC? SV1200. Every single record I've ever made is the SV1200.
2: Really.
0: You're somebody else's guy. Wow. yo why?
2: it's so funny you're the one why you're the one was like a pretty big record I don't it, it just feels like the label tried so hard to find a remix that would like get to the level of like the original uh, yeah like they kept trying but this one knocks anything to make this go further SB12 SV12?
3: sv s
2: S950. What's the S950? Fi- what does the S950 do? A sampler. Is this the sampler? Yeah. But it filtered
1: and all that. That's what people yeah, like yeah. Used to filter the baselines and stuff.
2: Oh, is that you, Clark? Little, little ow? Getting your P-rock on right there?
0: <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs>
1: Let's see where. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go back to bed
0: besides this mom come out that v too cho on the all girls is my girl to type the like of fight in a club go home and make love though I like the way you sex exciting baby girl wreck son if she knew you and I were in the next fronting, a bottle of crew gonna cruise by the mix yeah they, they took this
2: verse and put on the other one too. Don't mm-hmm. no,
0: forget that a fled the scene. Smelling like red jeans, lipstick around the collar, thinking about bed screens. Uh-huh. And the way you holler, oh, you make a n- the rise like checks on the dollar. No, you ain't no trick. Can't play you like a zero. Gay, you a couple of chicks, a time with the hero. To the next time, baby girl, never forget. You can't be with the one you love, love the one yeah, the one.
2: You've done a lot of uh things in this rap game, Clark. I don't know if you know that. Felt like I was
3: just, just uh doing my best to um contribute to this oh, thing thank that kind of saved my life.
2: What do you mean save your life?
3: Um you know, music kept me kept me on a, a a a good path.
2: Would you do you think you would have went on a bad path?
3: We from outside. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it just like that. We I'm from outside.
2: The fuck is the audio to Top Bill and Clark Kent Supermix? Funny enough, the record was already big in the United
3: States, but outside of the United States, that's the version. Come on, no, no, really? no, 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 please, please don't. Plus, Clark in Japan, that record went crazy. London,
1: the last one. This is the last
2: one. Sorry, it, might, it might not. Be nah, nah, come on. But it might. Don't lie to him. We don't honest. know. We don't know what it is. Yeah, how do we not learn? That's the point. I bet it's dope too. Stop. Why well, not being this way? It's gonna be pure fire, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't even remember it. Back in
1: the time. Oh, I do remember this. I do remember this. This is fire.
2: How, how did this happen? Why did this happen?
3: Because I was at the label and they wanted to remix the song. And who did they go to to remix the song? The guy who's sitting in the next office. <laughs> <laughs> I well, just, lab, yeah. What label is that? Atlantic. First Priority. Wasn't no, it? Atlantic. First Priority was an Atlantic label. Oh,
2: and, exactly. and the
3: record had been ringing. It's just that they were like, let's see if we can take it up.
2: Yo, and and, and it rung. It became like the big. So Japan. If you go to
3: Japan and play Audio 2's record, or just yeah. go to the club where they're playing older rap music. You'll hear that version. That version. Yes. Ooh. London, Reinvented. Germany.
0: Oh.
2: You'll realize that they put two versions and put it on another oh. version too. So if you remember what's this, this one.
1: No, what's this? Uh-huh.
2: Horace Brown. Horace Brown.
1: I never heard this. <laughs>
0: Is this is on the
2: vinyl uh-huh. vinyl CD. Everything you got a nice, uh, another nice shout out there at the beginning, too. Listen,
1: Well, you know what's funny about this record? The original. I happened to be in Motown one day. Who, who was the r- radio guy at Motown?
3: Uh-huh. I don't remember
1: at that time. Was it Benny? No like the street guy, whatever. He he, ju- like literally the box got delivered to his office and he opened it up and it was just white labels. He goes, I think this is a Horace Brown record with Jay-Z. You want it? It's, and I still to this day, that's the one I play, that white label. So I probably have this version on the commercial release, but I still only ever play out the white label one. It's on the white label. Not the original one. It's on uh, the it's just um on the white
3: label of that of of um, the one
1: I have is just that and a like a clean dirty instrumental, maybe acapella.
2: Mm. What about this side? A one two one two,
0: Superman. one two one two. Woo-hoo. What's that? Chris Cross. One, two, one, two, uh, what is it? Crisscross.
2: Oh, Crisscross. Live and die for hip hop.
1: SP twelve hundred. Also, everything, really? every single record.
2: Wow. Hey safe. What the fuck do you not understand about everything? It's every one.
1: Even in that era.
2: No, forever now. and always. Til Til now. now. Yes. Wow. Yo, so this is interesting, Clark.
1: Twelve hundred.
2: So you, you produced this record in the next Criss Cross era. This is like this getting slightly older Criss Ross. Uh, second all, album. Second album, All Right, Super Cat era. Did you do it with them or was it just straight up you got sent the reels and did it? Me and Jermaine were tight and he was like, yo, I want you to remix the song. I was like, send it, let's do it. Do you remember them from that era, Chris Cross?
3: Yeah, like I did. Actually, I did a party when they were first coming out where it was them, it was Dos Effects. Every at the shelter, like I know them since the beginning because me and Jermaine were were cool. Like I know Jermaine since since Fresh Fest because
1: he so- was on there.
3: <laughs> Yo, how crazy is that? I played Jermaine's 16th birthday party. No, that's what I'm saying. You was on Fresh Fest with Dana Dane. No, we we did some shows that were right after Fresh Fest. It was his father, Michael Malden, is the person who put on Fresh Fest. Wait, whose
2: father, Jermaine. Jermaine. Jermaine? That's how Jermaine was on it at so right. young.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But wait, he was
1: de- he was dancing for Houdini, right?
3: Houdini, yeah. Crazy. And like it, I literally know him from those days. So when, you, he was at, when he was turning sixteen, he had a party at at um one twelve. I DJed for him
2: at one twelve. Yeah. <laughs> wait, where where was one twelve? Atlanta. In Atlanta. Um I thought it's room 112 where the players dwell. I mean I'm, they got the name from that club. From that club. So 112 was popping in the late 80s into the 90s. 112 was a banging club. You you DJ Jermaine Dupree's 16 Sweet card. 16. His Sweet 16, <laughs> My Super Sweet 16 with Jermaine Dupree. and a Superman, <laughs> a Superman well, the Clark 16, Kent 71. I think it was his 16th. It was either his
3: 16th or his 21st. Oh, yeah. I believe it was his 16th.
2: But I, like, I used to be at his house. Was he? Um, I assume his. I assume his dad had a had a pretty nice situation, considering oh, yeah. he set up the Fresh Fest.
3: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Jermaine had a had
2: a nice life. Yeah, he had a nice life, and he just worked right. super duper hard on top right. of it, which is an Jermaine, unstoppable Jermaine's combination. Amazing. I don't want to get that pulled away from anything. Like, he's amazing. Do you think the perspective dis- often discussed Jermaine Puff battle versus would be as interesting as everyone else does?
3: Yes. And the reason why is because I think people might not be clear on Jermaine's discography.
2: What, what part do you think they're missing? Like, I think you're fact,
3: right. Here. Jermaine's had a, a record in the top 10 every year since he started. That's crazy. Right. Every year.
1: I think that battle has to be somewhere neutral. Because I feel like in New York, Puff has a couple of secret weapons that only really worked in New York.
3: Yeah, not Puff. Puff, don't get it confused. Like, he has bombs. Like, I just I just think a surprise factor would be somebody going, Jermaine did that.
1: Right. I can you know see that I mean? for sure. And you'll
3: be like, but yeah. I love that. You know, I didn't even I mean?
1: realize that. Yeah.
3: Right. He has, like, remember when Neo went against Brian Alexander Morgan, I think. When they did the early versions of early versions. Yeah. people were like, oh, shit. Every time. Yeah. They They were
1: writers, right? They they were were, both like writers. writers. Yeah.
3: Or Jonte Austin. That's what he went against. And when Jante played a song, they were like, wait, what?
1: (laughs) But that's writers, though. You don't know what writers write.
3: Yeah. But like Jermaine Dupri's a producer and most people don't know everything it is. Yeah,
1: that's for sure. Because, yeah. But like in New York, like, like, all right, in New York, imagine Puff is on, and he he plays. Um, I'm at Uptown and Dykeman. I hate that. Like, that's a big record here, where Absolutely. other places I don't think it might not be. So that would always be a, like a little secret weapon.
3: You know what's also a big record here? Confessions. Mm-hmm.
1: Confessions is
2: huge. True, he's yeah. got records to go against then. Yeah, but I do hear what you're saying, Sife. In terms of, does it make more sense to do it somewhere neutral? Oh, they definitely have to be somewhere neutral, though. I like Oshkosh, I like him in Atlanta
1: or. <laughs> no nah, it can't be or Atlanta New
3: or New York. It's almost like it has to be Scranton,
1: or it has to be both. It has to be Texas. both so they can get a fair Texas. shot.
2: Um, who did you work closer with, or was it the exact same level? Um, Puff or or Dame. Puff or who? Dame. Dash. That's How
1: right.
3: We- I would say closer with Dame um because like i I walked him into it and then you know signed his artists and all of that with puff it was more it's like i was I was one of his a and r guys without being in his his a and r guy just like yeah. I was the guy he called for all the parties. And I would be, he, yo, let's go to, he come to the studio and then he's playing stuff. He's like, what do you think? And, you know, I think he got that from Andre Harrell because I was like that for Andre when Andre first started Uptown Records. Like Uptown Records office was in Brooklyn. He would call me all the time. Yo, come to the office, come to the office, come to the office.
1: Uptown Records office was in Brooklyn?
2: Yeah, 4th Avenue. I never knew that. It's such a misleading name, sir <laughs> Did yeah. Why was it called Uptown? <laughs> did it? Did it? Um. So, do you think the way that you and Dame formed your relationship? So, I imagine that made the way he handled you and you guys worked together different than the way he potentially worked with other people. Like, was there? All there would seem like there's probably always a baseline of a serious baseline of respect, given what you did. I, I guess, probably, yeah. I mean, Dame wasn't going to while out on you like he did DJ Clue in 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 the movie.
3: Well, I never gave him a reason to. So it's I possible that he- what, I don't know what he might have tried or not tried. I just know that I never gave him a reason
2: to. <laughs> Who do, are there through lines between Dame and Puff? Like is there a certain co- Harlem sensibility, work ethic, craziness that that you see in both of them? I think maybe
3: the level of what could have been called crazy at that time.
1: They both had
3: the, the ability to to wild out. I've I've seen it like firsthand looking at watching Puff while out and firsthand watching Dane while out and I'm just like Jesus Christ. These guys go wild the <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if that's a Harlem but sensibility that's or what I'm what. saying
2: it's different it's than a Brooklyn while out. Yeah it is different yeah, though, yeah.
3: Eh? Very different. Yeah. Well-
2: yeah, what is the difference? How would you guys pinpoint the difference between the Brooklyn wild out and the Harlem? I think
3: wild out? I think it's a lot of, a lot of, um, almost. It's it's almost like a, do you know who the fuck are you talking to? Type shit when it comes to to them. You no, know, that wasn't necessarily the way it would happen in Brooklyn. It probably wouldn't be as much screaming <laughs> from a Brooklyn yeah. point of view. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> or trying to embarrass from a book oh yeah yeah like the big sort of uh production of it right um Clark let's just jump ahead a little bit um to the 90s um oh look here's a random video I, I searched Clark Kent remix on YouTube to see what random shit comes up a random video from 10 years ago Clark Kent DJ takeover at Hot 97 popped up as well in our nasty DJ booth um Clark, what are what are some '90s? Can you give me a couple of random '90s hitters that I might not think of off top of my head? What do you mean songs? Yeah, like just you know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, fine. You don't, you want to play hard to get? All right. No, I'm just no 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 no. Well, I'm gonna go on Spotify and see what comes hard up when get. I do. A- hard to get by a high five. Hard to get by high five. Yeah. Hard to get. High five! There it is. You know it's like that Clark Kent. I do. Yeah, Oh, but it's the Clark Kent version. You're sure I know this? The song the original? You know yeah, song. you know the original, featuring, but... featuring Ski and Jay Z. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear these old songs. Oh, this is from New Jack City, but this is the remix. Is that correct? I don't know if hard to get with that New Jack City. I don't know.
1: I think it was on the soundtrack, but it wasn't made for it.
2: Right, right. Okay. Uh By the way, this is the extended mix. Let's jump ahead. So when did you take the jump to like a, a straight up hip hop record after all these R and B remixes? I don't know. I was
3: I produced on Reasonable Dot. I produced on Junior Mafia. I produced on Mariah Carey. I produced on Biggie. I produced Smack Hills. I, I you know. I, I produced records. I produced DOS effects. You know, records.
0: You, you, I did that. Yo she, site,
2: did? she did the Fugitive remix.
0: <laughs> oh, really? I ran like a rebel oh, in '85. Yeah, yeah. Cops dropped me because all of them said I beat up these other men who were bigger than me. Was it 'cause I'm black or they were W H I T E? Here I was walking down the block. I see these two like bikers standing by the bike shop. They seen it was. Do you basic. ever listen
2: to your old records? Uh-uh. You don't play them. Yeah, do you play no. them? <laughs> only
3: only record that I played from my past is Player's Anthem.
1: If you're doing a 90s party, you don't play any of these remixes.
3: I, I, or, or Spread My Wings. Spread My Wings, play his anthem are the only songs that I can
2: muster up to play. Well, you didn't do Nod Factor, right? No, I did. Uh, you did Move Your, move your Body. body. Yeah. yeah, they put Nod Factor on here. Amateur Hour. I apologize. <laughs> Wait, you did this, though? Yeah. Yo, Clark. This shit here is so slept on site. you remember what this is?
3: You know what's crazy? Dre wanted that beat for for Eminem.
2: Really?
1: Oh, Oh, my God.
2: Yo, the way you change it, the way it starts, yo, this is... I didn't realize you did this. I listen to this more often than the average human being. (laughs) So I'm guessing average is relatively low. Here we go. Wait for it.
0: I never freestyle for free without charging niggas a fee. In the customer brain cell, just decipher with me. I'm the type of MC, the box for the glory. I don't give a fuck. Why didn't you, you give, give it to Drake? Yeah, so what
2: happened?
3: Because I already had given it to cannabis.
2: And, you and I have your I, word.
3: Yeah, I, I just I kept my word.
2: How, wait how did was it was did dre hear it after it came out or he don't how did he get Here's what
3: happened i'm sitting at georgia georgia's a restaurant in la it was, it was a great restaurant i'm sitting at georgia and at the next table is dre and jimmy and they're talking about eminem he turns to me and he's like yo um clock you got anything come to the studio later so i went to the studio oh, and he was like this is this is a new artist I got to work with. And he plays something for me. And I pulled out a dat. And the first thing on the dat was that. So I was like, yeah, but that one's gone already. And he was just like, yo, let me get that. And I was like, nah, that's already for Cannabis. He was like, let me get that. And I was just like, I can't. And I already gave it to Cannabis. Damn.
2: Yo, Eminem Damn. would murder that record. <laughs> yeah, that,
3: the thing is, I don't feel bad that I didn't. But I do always think what
2: if i know yeah your your accountant thinks you couldn't have thing.
1: asked cannabis
3: nah because cannabis damn near was living in my house at that point we were together all the time yeah there's no Wait, you were you were
2: super involved with the cannabis project
3: i was super involved with cannabis before it really really jumped off and then you know he signed to Cliff and Wycliffe went it went the way that it went with Wycliffe, but like I think I did three songs on
2: his album, maybe. But that's because he used to be at my crib all the time. I, I, we had cannabis on the show a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he was great. He was like honest and and vulnerable, and mm-hmm. really a great conversation. I feel I to I brought it up on the air to this day because on the morning show we were talking about the anniversary of the of the Drake Meek thing, mm-hmm. and about how sometimes the record sometimes the way people view what happens in a battle, like the battle versus the war sort of mm-hmm. conversation, you might win the battle, might not win the war. I believe that when you look back, second round knockout was exactly what it was. It was a second round knockout. Like it really was. That, that, no, it was that crazy. One, it, he went crazy and the Ripper yeah. strikes back was way over the top and not great. And it just didn't land in the same way yeah. at all. But LL's LL and cannabis is cannabis right it's and like and here we
3: are
2: yeah uh clark you're amazing Saif, i think we need to like do a second episode here though yeah can we pause right here and then start a new one then we have to i'm sorry Clark. Yeah. all yeah. right so let, let's do one more episode with the great clark kent oh and Saif, go fuck yourself oh okay